Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Lavelle Everett Stadium. We're about to begin the fourth quarter of play, and BYU with a 10-point deficit to erase. The Cougars' largest deficit overcome in a win was 12 in the Houston game at 20 in uh, 2020, the COVID season. They're only down 10 here, but Arkansas has the football, or will soon have the football to start the fourth quarter. That is, if they can handle this punt cleanly. So it'll be Ryan Rico punting it away. And Arkansas has not had a punt return today because BYU punted and pinned early in the first quarter with no return. So they'll have to return it or field it cleanly here. And it'll be a sun ball. Oh, no, it will not because they'll flip field. That right, BYU flips field. So the Cougs will be punting from north to south, left to right. So the sun will not be a factor for Arkansas's punt returner, who we expect to be Bryce Stevens. BYU trailing 45-35. to 35. After three quarters of play, Arkansas 503 yards, including 340 passing, 163 on the ground. BYU 417 yards, 311 passing, and 106 on the ground. This has been a wild one. And Arkansas has gone hog wild to the tune of 45 points on this Saturday afternoon. Coming up tonight over at Southfield, BYU women's soccer taking on nationally ranked and undefeated Portland. Portland, one of only two teams in the country yet to lose a match this season, but they've never, ever won or even tied a match in Provo. Can BYU keep that streak alive? I'll have the call with Rachel Manning-Jorgensen tonight over at Southfield on BYU Radio 107.9 FM and the BYU Radio app. We've got football left to play here in Provo. It's Bryce Stevens back to return the Ryan Rico punt. BYU fourth down and nine from its own 26-yard line. So Arkansas with a 10-point lead, and now may be the time, presuming they get the ball here, that they just feed Raheem Sanders. Yeah, and I, I mean, Raheem has been great at eight yards. you got A.J. Green in small sample size, but A.J. Green, number zeros, he's at eight yards a carry. And then um, even their third back. Dominion. Is, yeah, is Dominion. At five yards a pop. He's got five yards, so. Rico. Receives the long snap for Britt Hogan. A wobbler to Stevens. Fair catch called for made at the 32-yard line. So it is Arkansas. First down and 10. Six seconds into the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead and a punishing ground game. Again, it's modest numbers today. 163 rushing yards, but on six yards per carry. When they want to run it, they've generally done so effectively. I mean, when K.J. Jefferson has been able to complete passes at a 70% clip for 340 and 5. Yeah, he's, he's thrown it 37 times to 27 runs. Normally, they're the other way around. It was a 42-yard punt. In fact, only the service academies run more frequently than Arkansas, Arkansas coming in two today, but they've gone to the air. They've not been the run-heavy team. And now they vacate yeah, for Jefferson. Empty. <laughs> empty. A thigh-high snap, a swing screen left. Sanders makes the catch. Nifty five-yard gain to the 41-40, uh, the, the 36-37-yard line. They'll spot him 36, gain of four, second down and six. So clock rolling here in the opening moments of the fourth quarter. And again, a throw on that first down. Power pistol. 
Now more of a lined back as the handoff gets second level quickly. Raheem Sanders, he may take it all the way. He's got the 40 and the 30 being chased. They will not catch him. Raheem Sanders, 65-yard touchdown run. And Arkansas makes it a 16-point game, 51-35 with the PAT pending. There it was, and there he goes, Raheem Sanders. I noted earlier the number of carries was low, even though he was effective. They began to give him more work in the second half. And he works BYU to the tune of a 65-yard scamper down the left side of the field. And a touchdown for the Razorbacks. You know, sometimes these run-heavy teams that run out of the spread will use a screen. So we're commenting, oh, we thought this is for sure going to be run-heavy. They go empty. They run a sideline screen. A lot of times what they'll do is they're running that play. Yeah, they want it to be successful, but mostly it's to get the defense, especially late in these second halves, get them moving laterally, get them tired, and it increases your chances of creasing one like they did on that last carry. PAT is hammered through. The PAT is good. It's 52-35, Arkansas by 17. Arkansas has now scored on eight consecutive possessions, and seven of them have been touchdowns. They've gone touchdown, touchdown, field goal, then touchdown, 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 touchdown. Eight straight possessions, eight straight scores, 17-point lead. 52-35 Razorbacks lead the Cougs on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Football brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. The Arkansas Razorbacks are unstoppable at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Literally, BYU hasn't stopped the Razorbacks since 10:36 was left in the opening quarter. That's the only Arkansas punt today. Arkansas's first two possessions went fumble and punt. Since then, every drive a score. And of the eight scores, seven touchdowns. Last drive, two plays, 68 yards. The last 64, courtesy of a Raheem Sanders touchdown run. And Sanders has had himself another day. 14 for a buck, 68. Two scores, 12 yards a carry. The Arkansas ground game now up to 227 yards. The yardage tally, 571 to BYU's 417. So 988 yards of offense between these two programs. The kickoff from Jake Bates is another touchback through the end zone. BYU first and 10 from its own 25-yard line. Well, we had that sense, Riley. You punt, and you may as well. I mean, you're, the punt is the thing you cannot do in this game, and the Cougs had a three-and-out punt. Immediate Arkansas touchdown now. You're down 17. And one of the things on that third down, so th- there was two third downs. Let's go back to two drives ago for Arkansas. K- they Arkansas faced a third and 10. K.J. Jefferson stands in the pocket, d- decides to fade back, extend the play, finds a receiver from the conversion. Uh, on the other side, Jaron gets the ball and checks the ball down very quickly to Rex in the flat for no gain on third and 10. It kind of shows you the difference in the two teams' approaches. Bootleg for Hall. Throws to the back. Brooks at the far sideline. Has a five- or six-yard gain on the boundary. Second down and short for BYU. Arkansas 52, BYU 35. Arkansas two timeouts left. BYU all three. Jaron Hall has passed Gifford Nielsen for 15th all-time in career total offense. A career total offense of passing. Career passing yards? Career total offense, he's passed Gifford Nielsen for 15th all-time. Puka Nakua joins Mason Fakahua for splitbacks. Shotgun splitback, handoff Puka. Puka veering left on a second and three. 
Got two and three-quarter yards. I think they're going to mark him just shy. And nose of the ball, but I've, I've been wrong on a nose of the ball judgment already today. Are they going to move the sticks? They're going to put the ball down and say just short. So third and inches, just shy of the 35-yard line. And it was right here where a fourth and inches went awry earlier today on a fumbled exchange. This time the exchange good, and on quarterback sneak, Jaron Hall has the first down. That's a stick mover. So BYU 35-yard line, first down and 10 down. 17 here in the fourth quarter. We have 13-17 to play. Feels like a while since Cody Epps has gotten a ball. And uh, Keanu Hill likewise. Uh, uh, see if they, now that they've gotten the first first down of this drive, see if they try and push the ball down the field a little bit more. Cody 7 for 107 and a score. Puka 6 for 121 and a score. Handoff Brooks. Brooks into a pile. Pile pushed back. Brooks pushed back. Brooks thrown down. No gain on the play. Second down and 10. BYU next week back on the road at Liberty. First ever game in Lynchburg for BYU. Will the Cougars be 4-3 and three or find a way to somewhat miraculously be 5-2? and two? They need to come back from down 17 here in the fourth quarter. It can be done. A wild pace of this game. You've got to get stops. Right now, BYU looking to score. Jaron Hall sees some pressure as he throws it away to the BYU team area off a of second and ten. Third and ten. The one thing that uh, Arkansas has not done today is sack the quarterback. And Arkansas came into today 12th nationally in sacks per game. Yeah, Jaron just doesn't hold on to the ball. He doesn't give any opposing defenses the opportunity to sack him. And it's compounded by the fact that it's obvious he's got you know, a sensitive throwing arm and doesn't want to put himself in harm's way. Okay, third down and 10 for BYU from the Cougar 35-yard line. Jaron Hall receives a shotgun snap on a five-step drop. Slaps the ball and fires. Cody Epps makes an amazing catch inside Arkansas territory on third down and 10, a gain of 16. Cody Epps, intermediate right on the Y at the middle of the field, goes high to haul down the ball, and that's eight grabs for 120-plus for Cody Epps today. New career high in catches and receiving yards. BYU moves the sticks, had to get a first down there. First and 10 from the Arkansas 48-yard line. Cougars looking to stay in the game. Helmet high snap. Sprint to the right for Jaron. Jaron throws sideline. Did he tap the toes and haul it in? He did again. Puka Nakua at the 34-yard line of Arkansas. What a grab. For any aspiring wide receivers out there uh, in Cougar Nation that are listening to us, uh, sometime during the week, go back and watch the highlights of Puka Nakua and Cody Epps. They are putting on a wide receiver clinic, the way that Cody manipulates the middle of the field and the way that Puka plays on the sideline. Jaron goes for the end zone. He has got a man in the back of the end zone just beyond the intended receiver. And it's, uh, it's no pass interference flags this time for Arkansas. There was some... Pretty much every time BYU's tried to go deep, <laughs> Arkansas had a P.I. They went for Roberts. They were incomplete just beyond Chase's outstretched hands. Yeah, and the one time the DB from Arkansas celebrates, the one time he didn't get caught. There, I mean, there was some, you heard the groans from the crowd. There was some contact, but I think in this case it truly was organic contact, most of it happening you know, with feet getting tangled up. But it was surprising to see a ball down the field with no flag come out. Second down and 10 for BYU at the Arkansas 34-yard line. Cooks down 17, looking to hang in this one. 11.20 to play here in Provo. On a three-step haul. Slaps the ball and throws to Epps. Epps makes the catch, but he's immediately tackled. It'll be a short gain in the right flat of three or four 
Third down and six or seven. BYU in four-down territory. It's only the second time that BYU's allowed 50 in the Kalani Sitake era. And the first time, BYU won the game. 55-53 over Toledo here at home back in 2016, Kalani's first year. That's the only time an opponent got to the half hundred until today. Kooks wouldn't mind another high-scoring win. Some work to do. 10.49 to go in the fourth. Third down eight from the Arkansas 32. Boot to the left. Jaron squares. Throws far sideline. Throws it away into the sideline. Too far for Epps. So now it comes down to a fourth and eight. It feels like to keep your game alive. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, down 17 with 10 minutes left in the fourth is a tall task for anybody. But against this Arkansas offense that, as you've mentioned, has scored on eight straight drives, scored touchdowns on eight straight drives. This is the game right here. Touchdowns on seven of the eight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's fourth down and eight from the Arkansas 32-yard line. The BYU offense with double receiver stack left. Tight end and wide receiver right to the short side, right side for Jaron. Jaron takes his deep drop, bouncing on the balls of his feet. He throws complete for a first down to Puka Nakua. I believe Puka got... Oh, he lost the football while trying to stay alive, and Arkansas recovers the football. It's Arkansas on the takeaway. Rolling on the field is a fumble recovered by Arkansas. First down. And the crazy thing there is, if Puka just goes down, he probably gets first down on forward progress. Yeah. But as he fought for additional yardage, that's when the ball came loose. And even though he was fighting for yardage, had he just held out of the football, they might have given him forward progress. Instead, the ball is stripped loose, and Arkansas takes over, and the Cougars' comeback hopes take a significant hit. We're taking a timeout. 10-29 to play in the fourth quarter. BYU's third giveaway on the day after only two giveaways on the season coming in two today. It's Arkansas 52 and BYU 35 and the Razorbacks get the ball back next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. A back-and-forth game between Tennessee and Alabama. Just under 13 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Tennessee has retaken the lead in Knoxville over the Crimson Tide. 42-35. Tennessee, again, under 13 minutes to go in the fourth. Back over to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason, thank you. BYU football presented in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Well, the Cougars had to convert a fourth down and eight. You felt like to keep their comeback hopes alive. Not only did they not convert, they gave the football back uh, via fumble. Now, either way, if you don't make it on fourth and eight via yardage or by taking by giving it away, you've given it up. Either way, Puka Nakua, very close to the line to gain, may have gotten the line to gain on forward progress and fighting for yardage. The ball was stripped. And on the fumble lost, Arkansas takes it over with 10.29 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And we expect a steady diet of run the ball from Arkansas with the guys to do it. 227 rush yards, 8.1 yards per carry as a team today. K.J. Jefferson on quarterback keep is a run, but a run for nothing. And so second down and 10, clock rolling. It'll go under 10 minutes before the uh, Razorback snap again. And now you should see when a team like this, in the lead by this many points, doesn't snap the ball until five seconds remain on every play clock. That should be the way you do it if you want to simply run out the game. Interesting to see Jefferson on that last play fight for that extra yardage after what just happened to Puka Nakua. Yeah, good point. 
I don't think they're completely in. I mean, they're going to burn the clock, but I think but they're going to stay aggressive. Got, they've also got to gain yards. Yeah. They've got second down and 10 from the 26-yard line. Handoff middle for just a couple. So third down and eight. BYU's packing the box. Eight defenders on the box in that last play, really gumming up the middle there. You know, there's still a lot of game left to play as the clock ticks down to 9.30. 52-35. And so, yeah, there's, uh, there's the limit of using play clock and running the football, but you've got to do it for success. And that was two unsuccessful plays. And so on third down and long eight, Arkansas with its 10 for 12 third down performance brings out Raheem Sanders. And again, the Razorbacks have not punted since the first five minutes of the first quarter. Will we see a punt here? Jefferson throws far sideline. Is it caught? On the sideline it is by no. Keytron Jackson. Back judge is saying he came down out of bounds, which is what I thought was the right call, too. Well, then it will be incomplete, and it is a punt situation. Keytron Jackson thought, he, in fact, Arkansas's offense... Rolling on the field was the pass was incomplete. Fourth down. Pass uh, was incomplete. Arkansas is already lining up for its next play, but it'll be fourth down on a punt. This is going to be reviewed, and it's going to be overturned. This was a catch. The previous play is under further review. Rolling on the field was the pass was incomplete. So you're already saying overturn on this one? Yeah, so he snuck down his left toe. So what happened was Caleb Hayes caught him. He had to jump to catch the ball. Caleb Hayes caught him in midair and was riding him towards the sideline, but his left foot snuck down in the green turf. So it will be 11 for 13 on third downs after the overturn. We'll have the overturn during this commercial break. We're taking a break. 9.01 to play in the fourth. It is Arkansas 52 and BYU 35 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar has introduced a new Cougar tail puff inspired by our very own 16-inch maple bar served at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And the best part about the Built Cougar tail puff is that when you support, uh, when you buy one, you support the BYU football program. Well, during the break, as we said would happen, the uh, catch ruling of incomplete was overturned to complete. So Arkansas, new set of downs. First and 10 at the Arkansas 41-yard line. K.J. Jefferson coming in, too, today. By the way, Arkansas 52 and BYU 35 is our score. Nine minutes left. K.J. known as a dual-threat quarterback. Today on the ground, seven carries, 10 yards. But Hmm. through the air, 28 for 39 for 358, five touchdowns and no picks. Outstanding. Outstanding. 191.2 pass efficiency rating. The Razorbacks have scored in every quarter. 7, 24, 14, and 7. And again, they've scored on eight consecutive drives, the last five of which have been touchdowns. He has showed tremendous poise, especially on third down, as you've, as you've tracked. Uh, they're 11 for 13. 11, uh, That's amazing. Extremely high. And the majority of those have been with his arm, if I were to guess. Yeah. First and 10, Razorbacks. Game clock under nine. Belt high snap to Jefferson. A sprint left, a throwback right. It's complete for a first down and a yard more to Rashad Dubinian. BYU with its second sellout of 2022. A crowd of 63,470. A whiteout, a sellout, and a day game setback for BYU. Isn't it interesting? BYU's won 13 straight night games and is 3-6 and six, or maybe 3-6 and six in its last nine games day games if the Cougs don't come back to win today. 8.20 to play. And it's so they didn't give him a first down. They called him short at 9 yards. So at midfield second down and 1 for Arkansas. They'll motion and motion back. Jaden Hazelwood to the left. 
The keeper by Jefferson. First down and more. He's stiff-arming Talon Alfrey to the boundary inside the 40-yard line of BYU at the far sideline. Gets near the 35. First and 10 Razorbacks. 36-yard line. First down and 10. And under eight minutes to play. Arkansas can run the football, can run the clock, and can expect to get to four and three and end a three-game losing skid. BYU is staring a second consecutive loss in the face and heading out on the road to Lynchburg, Virginia. BYU in Liberty next Saturday. First time meeting there. A 3.30 Eastern, 1.30 Mountain Time kick for the Cougs and the Flames. Wide receivers, two of them left, one of them right. And they'll go Jefferson with Dubinian and a wingback. The handoff to the running back Dubinian. Dubinian is bounced back after running it out to the right flat. Gets a gain of a couple, maybe three. The game clock will run under 7.20. Play clock at 35 and... Arkansas should not snap snap until the game clock is in the sixes. It's 52-35. Arkansas with a substantial lead. Jaron Hall today, 356 yards is a new single game passing yardage high. Thank you to my stats intern, Rebecca, for noting that for me. And stats intern Paul notes that BYU not had a minus turnover margin game yet this season until today when BYU's minus two. Raheem Sanders has a strong run on second and eight, just slaloming his way through traffic, gets a gain of seven. Third down and one coming up for the Razorbacks. Sounds counterintuitive, but the fact that he didn't get the first down allows them to run one more play, which allows them to run another 40 seconds off the clock. Right, I mean, it would have been insurmountable. The The lead is almost insurmountable at this point, but little things like that are just pushing this further and further out of reach. 6.15 to remain in the game, and the uh, Razorbacks will snap it under 6. BYU 6-17 six and 17 when they're minus in the margin, and BYU is minus 2 today. Tight formation on third down and 1 from the BYU 27. Quarterback sneak and plenty of push there. A gain of 2 and almost 3, and that'll be another 2 minutes off the clock. As Arkansas gets a new set of downs, leading by 17-52-35. BYU football is presented in part by Sela. Home is where you go to do your thing, and whatever your thing is, it's better without bugs. For guaranteed year-round pest protection, visit SalaPest.com. That's S-A-E-L-A Pest.com. Sela. After a day like today, it's Sela V and... Get ready for the next one. 5.29 to go. Arkansas with the football first and 10 at the BYU 25-yard line. Eight straight drives with scores. Can the Razorbacks keep that streak alive? Handoff to A.J. Green, feeling his way to the far side of the field for a gain of five before he's forced out on the sideline. Clock will stay running, says the official. It'll go under five minutes before the Razorbacks snap it again. They'll do it again. BYU and Arkansas next year in Fayetteville. The back half of a home-and-home between these two programs. Jason Shepard confirming for me the date of September 16th, 2023. And the next week, BYU will play its first-ever Big 12 conference game. Big 12 schedule coming out soon. Look for BYU's name to pop up, and that'll be a, that'll be a, a fun day in Cougar Nation. Hand off to Green. Green running to the wide side of the field, left side. Needed five for the first down and got six to the 14-yard line. So another set of downs and another two minutes off the clock. And BYU's comeback hopes have diminished to near 
infinitesimal amounts. As it'll be first and 10 from the BYU 13 yard line. I mean, 52-35 is nothing to feel good about, but for some reason it sounds so much better than 59-35 that uh, hopefully the defense can hold here, keep them out of the end zone. They go power pistol, strength left. Handoff green. Green with a stiff arm to the near sideline, running left. Kept it in bounds. Nice plant of the foot there. Looked like he was going to go out, but he kept the clock rolling and kept his forward progress advancing inside the 10 to the 7-yard line. Nifty gain of 7. It'll be second down and 3 for Arkansas. 3.40 to play. Arkansas 52 and BYU 35. Immediately following today's game, we'll get you our post-game honorees, our Waystar star of the game, and our Palmer's Metal Mart steel man of the game. And Jason Shepard will take you the rest of the way with Riley and Mitch during postgame. I'll head over to Southfield for some soccer tonight. BYU in Portland. 7 o'clock at Southfield for the nation's attendance leaders right now. The BYU women's soccer program. Hope to see you at South. A.J. Green left hip of Jefferson. Jefferson on the RPO pullaway has the 10. The 5 upended but got the line to gain. Ooh, that's the, the last oh, thing man. Arkansas wants is that to happen. K.J. Jefferson may have taken a knee to the head. And that's how he left the Alabama game two weeks ago. It kept him out of the Mississippi State game. And after an outstanding game, K.J. Jefferson on a run that gets the first down, gets upended at the end of the run, and he may have taken a hit to the head. And if that's what it was, there will be significant concern. Oh, he landed on his head. He landed on his head. And that was what kept him out of last week's game was a head injury. Timeout on the field. 3.04 to go. Arkansas on a brilliant day. Has worries for its starting quarterback. Down on the field. Sam Pittman, the head coach, clenching his fist either in frustration or boy, you'll be okay. Either way, there's concern for K.J. Jefferson. As we come back in, Malik Hornsby has replaced K.J. Jefferson, a quarterback. Jefferson injured late in this game. He hands off to A.J. Green on first and goal from the three. They get to the two. Arkansas second and goal from the two as we come back in. 52-35, Arkansas leading BYU with 2.23 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and there is 2.20 on the clock. And Arkansas will let the clock, uh, the play clock run down. The game clock and play clock will be at 10 and 2.10 right now. Don't hear the crowd noise right now here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We've lost our crowd mic for some reason, so we don't have the crowd noise. We do have a handoff to A.J. Green from the two-yard line to the half-yard line. He is stopped there. It'll be third and goal inside the one. Again, no crowd noise for you right now. We're having some technical issues here at the stadium, but down on the field, Arkansas is looking to close this one out. 145 on the game clock, 26 seconds on the play clock. Arkansas 12 of 14 on third downs, and they face a third and goal from the inside the one-yard line. Game clock at 130, play clock at 15. Again, things might sound a little different to our listeners right now. We'll try and get that rectified here before postgame. Malik Hornsby in the gun. Takes the shotgun snap. He handed off to A.J. Green. He went high but was kept shy of the goal line. So it'll be fourth down. The clock running and BYU with all three timeouts remaining has not called a timeout. 105 to go. But it's fourth and goal for Arkansas. Under 60 seconds to play. 
42, 52-35. Arkansas with a 17-point lead. And again, Arkansas will probably let the play clock run down. Call timeout. Riley, what do you That's think? That's what I was going to say. Interesting little study in decorum here, what you do. and They're obviously standing around. No play has come down from the sideline. And now it looks like they're... With the play clock at seven, down to six, and down to five, Malik Hornsby in shotgun. Has two whites to the right, the play clock at one. Hornsby takes it himself, dives for the plane, and I don't think he got there. BYU with a goal line stand at the end of the game. 27 seconds to go. And the Cougs will take it over on downs. And so after eight straight drives and eight straight scores, it's a goal line stand for BYU defensively, and the Cougar offense will take the field. Hey, Cougar fans, get more savings and more benefits with Boost by Smith's Rewards Membership. You'll enjoy free delivery and two fuel points for every dollar you spend on groceries and lots more. Membership starts at just $59, so sign up today at smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost. Arkansas failing to score, and the K.J. Jefferson injury not only kept him out of the end zone, brings into question his availability moving forward. That's just such an unfortunate thing for the Razorbacks. The ball just inches outside the goal line plane, and Jacob Conover gets his first snap of the season. From under center. That's never a good sign. Your backup quarterback taking a first snap from under center. And will just follow his center. How about a oh. five-yard gain for yeah. Jacob Conover? All right. That was with 25 corrected. seconds to go, and that may be the way the game ends. Sam Pittman's already making his way toward the BYU sideline with troopers at his side. He's slowly making his way across the field. The game clock is at 10. BYU will not snap another play. That will do it. Final score, 52-35. Arkansas defeats BYU. We've got post-game recap coverage starting next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU falls to Arkansas today, 52-35. This was a 31-21 game, Arkansas leading at halftime. And uh, both teams went back and forth to begin half number two. BYU took the ball to begin quarter number three. And for a fourth straight game, BYU scored a touchdown on its first possession of the second half and made it a one-score game. And the score that made it a one-score game was this score. Chris Brooks, the lone setback. Jaron Hall goes under center. Tight formation. They motion Nakua. Nakua takes the short fly sweep and takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. Nakua turns the corner on the far side of the field, and the Cougs make it a one-score game. So 31-24 at that point. Arkansas answering with a touchdown, making it a two-score game again. And BYU would score its final touchdown of the game. And it came on its second possession of the second half. Ten plays again, 75 yards again. And here was the final play. A go, a catch, a touchdown! Puka Nakua! For the first time this season, Puka Nakua with a touchdown through the air. And the Cougs make it a one-score game again. It was 38-35 at that point, 5-11 to go in the third quarter. BYU would not score again. Arkansas with two touchdowns, one late in the third, one in the fourth. And your final score is 52-35. Before we get you our postgame honorees, let's get you our individual and team numbers of note. Arkansas, 644 yards of offense. The first time BYU allowed 600-plus since a win over Toledo, that high-scoring win back in 2016. Toledo had 692 yards, a high allowed in the Satake era today. Arkansas 644 to BYU 471, so the two teams combined for 1,115 yards of offense. Uh, Arkansas passing, outpassed BYU 367 to 356, outrushed BYU 277 to 115. Arkansas seven penalties for 98, cleaned things up in the second half. BYU four penalties for 50. 34 first downs for Arkansas to BYU's 27. The Razorbacks were 12 for 15 on third downs, BYU seven of 13. Total plays, Arkansas ran 82, and BYU got to a good number, 71. 
Yards per play, BYU not bad at 6.6, but Arkansas even better at 7.9. Arkansas 6 for 7 in the red zone. They fail in the final minute, and BYU 3 for 3 in the red zone. Arkansas outpossessed BYU plus 2.5 minutes, and the big number on this back-and-forth day was minus 2 in the turnover margin for BYU. The Cougars 3 giveaways after only 2 in the first six games of this season. Jaron Hall, 26 of 41 for 356, three touchdowns and a pick. Christopher Brooks led BYU on the ground, 10 for 53. Puka had six for carry, six carries for 20 yards and two touchdowns, however. Through the air, Cody Epps, nine catches on 14 targets, had 125 receiving yards and a score, a new career high in yardage for Cody. Puka Nakua, eight catches for 141 and a score on 13 targets. Arkansas's K.J. Jefferson, 29 of 40, throwing it. Three 367 through the air. Five touchdowns, no picks. Pass efficiency rating of 190.8. He was tremendous. Raheem Sanders, also tremendous. On the ground led Arkansas with 15 for a buck 75, two touchdowns, 12 yards per carry. Arkansas as a team averaged 6.6 yards per carry. Interestingly, they ran it 42 times, they passed it 40 times. Matt Landers, hat trick. 8 for 99 and 3 scores to pace the Razorbacks through the air. Time for our postgame honorees now. We'll start with our Waystar star of the game. Brought to you by Waystar. Simplifying health care payments. And for his true return to full productivity, Puka Nakua. 8 catches, 141 yards and a touchdown receiving. 6 rushes. 20 yards and two touchdowns rushing it. He now has five touchdowns on the year, tied for second on the team. Puka is the way star, star of the game. Puka was a true star today. He really set the tone for this offense. It wasn't, uh, there wasn't obviously enough to overcome the Arkansas offensive attack, which was overwhelming for this BYU defense, but it was not for lack of production from Puka and crew. I think he's got a young player in Cody Epps that has a lot of similarities with him, and uh, I'm excited to see Puka lead uh, on this offense and have guys like Cody follow in his wake to become, you know, just bona fide offensive threats. Time now for our Metal Mart Steel Man of the Game, brought to you by Palmer's Metal Mart. Palmer's Metal Mart, your local metal supplier for over 26 years. Playing through pain, taking some hits and grinding it out for 26 of 41 passing for 356 and three scores, rushing six times for 23 yards, including a long of 11. Jaron Hall is our Palmer's Metal Mart steel man of the game. He toughed it out out there. He was. He took uh, he took a big hit directly to that sore shoulder early in the first half, and I thought, uh, you know, it, it was going to affect his play. But sure enough, he bounced back. He threw a couple of touchdowns after taking that hit. He was delivering the ball down the field. He was, for the most part, accurate. Of course, he had a couple plays that I'm sure he wished he could have back. But for the most part, Jaron Hall uh, was far more looked more today like the Jaron Hall of old than he did last week. That's for sure. All right, those are the honorees for our postgame today, and we will have much more from BYU coming up with Cougar Postgame Live, the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, and Cougar Nation Now. Jason Shepard will take you through all of that with Riley Nelson and Mitchell Jurgens, along with Kalani and players. You'll hear from all of them coming up next. My name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in to me today. I'm headed over to Southfield for BYU Soccer. Shep and the crew will take you the rest of the way. Postgame coverage continues after this. Arkansas 52 and BYU 35 is our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.